Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Here's the good news. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, was born. And the word says, living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. One day, he's coming. Oh, glorious day. One day, he's coming, y'all. Are you ready? This is the Faith Power Hour, encouraging you to seek the Lord now while he may be found. Call upon him now while he is near. Don't let it be said too late. Come on in the Lord's house. It's about to rain. God bless you. Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. Said I'll stand in the middle. I'll do your will, oh Lord, tell me Jesus, what it is you want me to do, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do, Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll stand in the middle, Lord, I'll do your will. Just tell me, Jesus, what it is you want me to do. Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll stand in the middle. Lord, I'll do your will. Just tell me, Jesus, what it is you want me to do. Just tell me, Jesus, what it is you want me to do. Praise the Lord and good morning. God bless to everyone under the sound of my voice. God is good and his mercy endures forever. There is no one that can love you more than the love of God. The love of God transcends, hallelujah, into every generation, every life, no matter what, hallelujah, you have done in your life, be it good or bad, God loves you. It is our actions that God takes um, concern with. He does not like the evil in our lives, but he loves us. He loves us unconditionally, and he'll do what it takes to correct us. Yes, he will, because you are his child. Yes, when you become a child of God, 
it is his responsibility to keep you, discipline you, wash you when we get dirty, hallelujah, and help you to understand the error of your ways. And for most of us, that is a very great thing, hallelujah, because we want to be loved and we want to be shown when we are wrong and we definitely want to be shown when we are right. Today, I thank God for the Faith Power Hour because today we get a chance to encourage people to accept God for who he is and not try to make him what we want him to be because that will never happen. He is creator, Elohim. Everything on this earth is here because of him and there would be nothing except his hand said, let it be. And so I thank God today. I thank God for you. Right here at the Faith Power Hour, we encourage you to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. But in all thine ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and flee from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. I like to say healthy, wealthy, and wise. I truly believe that God is able. Yes, Lord God. He said, if you turn unto me, I will turn unto you. Draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you. Yes, meet me, hallelujah, halfway, and I'll meet you the rest of the way. But you got to commit your way unto him. Yes, you got to give God, hallelujah, your heart. Paul says it so eloquently in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. He says, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Jesus Christ, by his love, ain't that something, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, being in this world, but not of this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, proving what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God's perfect will for every man or woman's life is that we be reconciled unto him and that we meet him one day, yes, in heaven. Yes, Lord God, in his home on high. For Jesus said to us, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it was not so, I would not have even told you. He says, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there ye may be also. And so I want you to know that God has already set a stage for you in heaven. My question to you is, will you be there? Yes, will you be there? Will you be one of the ones who are caught up to meet him in the end? Praise God. Yes, this is the Faith Power Hour. And we need to encourage one another. When we can't encourage ourselves, somebody need to be on the phone calling us and, and encouraging us in the ways of the Lord. There is depression in this world and there is sorrow. There is much pain. But I'm here to let you know today that if you call on the name of Jesus, yes, Lord God, he will deliver you. 
The word of God tells me that he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. And I believe that with all my heart. That if I call on the name of Jesus, whatever's going on in my life, yes, when trouble arise, yes, my Father, he will meet me at my need. Praise God in the name of Jesus. I love him so much because of these things. This morning, hallelujah, this evening, this afternoon, yes, whatever time it may be, hallelujah, that you're listening to this message, I want you to understand that God is an on-time God. Yes, Lord God. The psalm said, uh, there's a proverb that says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Yes, your joy not, might not necessarily be in the morning. It may be in the midnight hours. It may be, hallelujah, nine past, hallelujah, that 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 11 o'clock hour. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, but your joy is coming. And when your joy comes, no matter how dark it is, the morning will shine the light, hallelujah, on your troubles. Yes, and they will be over. Why? Because Jesus Christ, that bridge over troubled water. Yes, he is. He's that bridge over troubled water. I thank God today. I ask for you, if you would go to the Bible, get your Bibles and read with me. So important that uh, for us to be successful, that we read the Word of God and not only read it, but read it together. Let's understand the Word of God together. I am in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 89. The mercies of the Lord. The mercies of the Lord. Praise God. I want to talk about David. And this psalm specifically talks about David. Yes, King David, the apple of God's eye. And his faithfulness unto David. As David would grow to come to know the Lord, his anointing would cause him, hallelujah, to be exalted in the land. Why? Because God chose him. And those who God choose, God anoints them and makes them great. We don't make ourselves great. God does. You know, one of the things that I said in my Bible study lesson was that uh, love and forgiveness are two of the greatest attributes of God, the Father. Yes, even though he is creator, uh, that attribute love and forgiveness is the greater part. Why? Because if not for love and forgiveness, there would be no me or you. And I say that for David, knowing the things that David had uh, been through and the sins that he had committed, God still says that David was the apple of his eye. Yes, that he was a man after God's own heart. God loved David, and one of the reasons for that was David, hallelujah, was kind and caring and loving unto God. Even though he had sinned, his heart was directed at God. Sometimes we err. We make mistakes along the way. And just as a mother or a father, your earthly mother and father would correct their children, yes, God will correct his children. He loved David and David loved him. And David lived a righteous life 
Although he had pitfalls along the way, he was able to seek God for forgiveness and that he did. He did it without a hesitation. Yes, when he realized that he was wrong, he sought the Lord. Yes, he did. He sought the Lord and the Lord heard his cry and delivered him. Oh, yes, he did. Delivered him out of his darkness. And God will do the same for you, for you are his child as well. In the book of John, the first chapter, verse 12 says that for all those who would believe and receive, hallelujah, he hath given them power to become the sons of God, the sons and the daughters of God, because you believe on him. You believe on him who he had called, who he has called, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He says he loves us, hallelujah, hallelujah, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you believe on the name of Jesus Christ, you will have everlasting life. Yes, yeah, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't die for you before you became a child of God. I mean, he died for you before you became a child of God, not when you became a child of God. You got to understand what he did for you was to prove to you that he loved you. Hallelujah. Even though you had wronged him. Yes. Can you understand that? I need you to know I love you and I will do whatever it takes. Hallelujah. To cleanse you and discipline you and make you right and make you whole. Why? Because my main objective is to be reconciled back to you. God's main objective is to be reconciled back to mankind. And it is up to us to want that reconciliation because without forgiveness of sins, we cannot be reconciled unto God. And our life is in doom. Our life will forever be in trouble. And I don't want to live my life that way. I do not want to cast my uh, life and my existence into the hands of Satan, but I want to be into the hands of the Lord. Let me read a little bit here uh, from Psalms 89. If I can, in your hearing, I say in verse 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have made I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David, my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. This psalm was written according to the life and actions of David, King David. They are a exact replica of David's actions in the book of 1 Samuel, uh, 2 Samuel, I'm sorry, chapter 7, and 1 Chronicles, chapter 17. If you read those books in the Bible, you will begin to understand why God's faithfulness towards David 
because of David's faithfulness towards God. And this one action got a reaction out of God. David's desire to build a home for God. Yes, the place where you go every single Sunday or on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when you go to the house of God, it is an exact extension of the house of God that David built and that Solomon himself, David's desire to build and his son Solomon who built it. Yes, hallelujah. But it was the actions and the desires of David that caused God to love himself and to be so faithful for, for him, towards him. Now you got to know that that wasn't the only thing. But I am here to point out an action that caused a great reaction from God. And it was the fact that David, King David, desired to do something for God. Just as our parents on any given day would desire to do something for their children, we, on any given day, whichever day it may be, whatever special holiday it is, we desire to do something for our parents. Or well, here, David's desire was to build God a home. And so I hear here in the verse uh, of Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 1, it says, And it came to pass, when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest round about, from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan, he's speaking to Nathan the prophet, David says these things to him, see now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, go, do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with thee. Whatever your plans is for God, the prophet tells David, Go ahead and do exactly what you want to do. See, it is our love for God that gets the reactions. It is our actions to please him or to do something for him, specifically for him, that causes him to react. You think that God will not react to what you do. He will. He reacts to the good and he reacts to the bad. But we want him to react to the good. We want to see, hallelujah, his reactions to those things of good that we desire to do for him. And it says here in verse 4, And it came to pass, and we're in 2 Samuel now, hallelujah, 2 Samuel, and we're at chapter 5, verse 5 now. Go and tell my servant David, thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Shall you build me a house, God? God is excited to hear these words because no one has spoken these words, hallelujah, to God at all or had any desire. We're not talking about the tabernacle that God caused Moses to build in the wilderness. We're talking about this desire of David, hallelujah, to build God a place that he will reside. Yeah, you know, this is so wonderful. He's giving God an address. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Y'all feel what I'm talking about? He's giving God an address. Hallelujah. God doesn't need an address, but he wants to give God a, a residing place. Yeah. 
And he says here again, Go and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. That's, you need to understand, I, I, no one has ever, oh, praise God, I hope you're feeling what I'm feeling right now. No one has ever thought this for me. Uh, David, oh my gosh, you know, we need to be able to find a way to prove to God that we love him. I don't know about you, but I want to prove to God that I love him. I want to show him that I love him. I want to show him that I do the commandment that he has commanded me. Yes, to love the God, to love the Lord thy God with all of my heart and with all of my mind, with all of my soul. I want to love him with every fiber of my being. Why? Hallelujah. Because he first loved me. And I need you to know there's evidence that he loved me. And I want to show him that I love him back. If I could move quickly here to Psalm 66, yes, in 17, it says, and David spoke these words, hallelujah, the musician, hallelujah, a song of Psalms, hallelujah, Psalm 66, and hear what the psalmist says. He says, come and hear all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he have done for my soul. Listen, I want y'all to sit down, hallelujah, with me. Come on, let's sit down by the banks of the river. Hallelujah, all of us, let's congregate together and let me tell you how good God has been to me. And listen to what he says. I cried unto him with my mouth and he was extolled with my tongue. God got excited to hear, hallelujah, the cry of the psalmist. He got excited, hallelujah, and he had a reaction, hallelujah. The psalmist, hallelujah, gained a reaction from God by the words that he spoke. Listen to what it says in 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So I gotta do away with the sin. I gotta give forgiveness. That first quality of God that we know, the mercy, hallelujah, that he has had upon all children of men to forgive them of their sins. He says, if I cry unto him, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But listen to what he says. But verily, God have heard me. He says, I know he hear me. Hallelujah. That means I'm not holding on to no sin. I have let it all go. Hallelujah. And I have let God have his way. He says, hallelujah. But verily, God have heard me. He have attended to the voice of my prayer. Listen to what the verse 20 says. Blessed be God, which have not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. If you write that down, that is Psalm 66, verses 16 through 20. I want you to know that God does listen. 
and he will get excited about the things that you plan to do for him. The same way he was excited and got excited and still is excited today that David, King David, thought of him to build him a house. Every house of God that you see on the face of the earth today is because of the desire that David, King David, the love of God's life, yes, hallelujah, the love of David's life, yes, the apple of God's eye, hallelujah, the desire of David's devotion, hallelujah, to God, hallelujah, David's desire, hallelujah, was God and was only God. Yeah, he had sinned uh, so many times, hallelujah, but we walk sometimes on this earth, hallelujah, and we are caused to trip up, hallelujah, but today God sent the light, his son Jesus Christ into our life that he would shine a light on every crooked path and he would make that path straight before us, that we can walk in godliness and in righteousness as it is spoken in, in the book of Peter, hallelujah, that God has given to us, hallelujah, all that is needed to live a godly life, hallelujah, he has given us his divine nature, yes, the fruits of the spirit, hallelujah, and all we have to do is remember to call on the name of the Lord, hallelujah, in good times and in bad times, hallelujah, oh, whatever the season may be, just remember every morning that you wake up, hallelujah, his mercies are renewed, hallelujah, and if not, we would have been consumed long ago. It is his loving kindness, hallelujah, that continues to draw us in and that will keep us. Yes, his son died on the cross that we might have the right to eternal life. I'm feeling so good about this now that as the sun begins to creep through the morning dew, I can see the love of God in my life. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Do you understand this Psalm 89, hallelujah, is written, hallelujah, for the actions, hallelujah, of David, King David, the anointed of God. And then, hallelujah, it is written to show us, hallelujah, God's faithfulness towards those who are faithful and loving towards him. Yes, you got to love him, hallelujah, hallelujah. You cannot be God-given. The more that you give him, the more he gives unto you. Praise God. I'll read just a little bit more here for you. Let's go to 89, starting at the 19th verse. And let's go down to 26. Then thou spakest in vision. He speaks to David in a vision. To thy holy one and saith, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of thy people. I have found David, my servant, with the holy oil have I anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established, mine arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. 
I will set his hand also in the sea, in his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, Thou art my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Listen. David and God had a relationship. So as you read this psalm, you read it as though they're both talking to one another at the same time. I need you to know that in here, David confesses who God is to him. And God is confessing who he is and what he will do for that who love him. King David is anointed. Will God speak of you in that manner? Will you give God the chance to know you the way that he knows David? Yes, King David. Will you give him a chance to know you in that manner? I want God to know me. I want God to call me his son. I want God to be pleased with my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is my desire to show him and prove to him that I love him for all that he has done for me. I pray this morning, this evening, this afternoon, whatever you may be going through in your life, that you understand that you don't have to go through it alone. There is a God who sits high and looks low and that he loves you more than anything in this earth and that he will pardon you for all of your wrongdoing and he will receive you unto himself. And that same love that he showed to David, he will show that same love and faithfulness to you. I encourage you today, yes, I encourage you today to seek the Lord while he may be found. To call upon his name while he is near. To trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. He says here in Isaiah 55, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto God. Did you hear that? Return unto the Lord. See, you always belong to the Lord. He's asking you now while you're out there in the wilderness to return unto the Lord and he will have mercy. Yes, he will love you. He will have mercy upon him and to our God he will abundantly pardon. He will forgive you for every sin that you have committed and he will take you into his wings under the shadow of his almighty wings and he will shield you. My heart goes out this morning to each and every one to let God be the love of your life because you are his love. And he desires to be reconciled back to the children of men. 
This is the reason for the season that Jesus spilled his blood. That we would be given that chance. Some people call it an option. Yeah, that it is. You have the option now to be God's child or the child of Satan. Which one would you rather be? Jesus said in John 10.10, 10, the thief comes but to kill, steal, and to destroy. And that he's doing so greatly in this earth right now and people don't even understand it. And one of the reasons we don't understand it because we don't teach it correctly. I'm all right by saying that. It's not taught correctly because if you knew that someone was stealing away from you, I believe you do whatever you can to stop it. He says the thief comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you might have that life abundantly. Yes, I thank God today. Will you give your heart to Christ if you don't know him for yourself, for the remission of your sins? Will you accept him today by confessing your sins and saying, Lord, save me. I am a sinner. Lord God, I thank you, Father. I am a sinner. Yes, Lord God. And I confess my sins because it is in front of your face, Lord God, that I have transgressed. And Lord God, I need you to wash me and cleanse me. Tell him that you believe that he died on the cross and was rose again in three days. Hallelujah. Let him know, hallelujah, that you want him to be your Messiah. Say, Lord, be my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. And he says that all those who will confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ, that the Lord had raised him from the dead, he shall be saved. Hallelujah. I thank God right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you. Will you thank him this morning? Hallelujah. For his, hallelujah, loving kindness and his thought towards the children of men. Hallelujah. That he would save us from our sins and wash us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He promised that he is faithful and just to do just those things for me and you if we cry unto him with our mouth hallelujah with our tongue yes remember psalm 66 he says he was expelled with the words of my mouth first john chapter 1 verse 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Today, I pray that God has truly blessed you with that salvation and that if not, you are seeking him now for that salvation. For the salvation of God is freedom. It is liberty from the world, from bondage, from sin, from everlasting darkness. You will be free and given eternal life. God bless you. This has been the Faith Power Hour of encouragement. And I pray that the words of my mouth were received because they were the words of God that he had given to me to give to you. Father God, we thank you right now. And everything that you do and everything that you say, 
we love you and our hearts are forever towards you. Bless this world, Lord God, and heal this land as the children of men would come unto you, O Lord God, and seek you, O Lord God, for peace in the valley. Lord God, so much evil is running rampant in this land today. And so many deaths, O Lord God, have taken place. But we know, O Lord God, that you speak and you do all those things that you desire to do within this world. Uh, We're just asking, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will come and deliver us from the evil hands, O Lord God, of Satan, who is causing trials and tribulations, O Lord God. Persecution amongst your people is happening every day. And so, Lord God, we need to feel your power in this earth. We need to feel your presence in our lives. Lord God, open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. A blessing that we would not even be able to receive, but will, hallelujah, be overwhelmed, hallelujah, by your love and your mercy. Heal this land, Lord God. Heal this earth. Oh, Lord God, hallelujah, sustain us, oh, Lord God, and give us rest as you did your anointed David. Lord God, give us rest on every side. We know that the word of God is true and that these things must happen. But Lord God, we're asking for your presence while we go through the storm, that you will walk with us and hold our hands and protect us. Be that ever-present help that you are, oh, Lord God, and will always be. Yes, Lord God. In sunshine or rain, we will call upon your name. And we thank you, Father, for everlasting joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. See you soon.